Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Our friend Mike Claiborne. Of course, you hear him on Cardinal Broadcasts on the Mighty Mox on the Cardinal Baseball Network, and you see him on ClavesOnline.com. Joins us. Claves, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing well, doing well. Just trying to make sure I dodge these raindrops at some point. Yeah, hopefully we'll be able to get the game in tonight. Okay, Claves, I'm trying to talk people off of the ledge here, especially Kerry Davis, about the starting pitching. You and I remember John Tudor starting 1-7. We remember Chris Carpenter starting 1-7. We, we remember 4 when the Cardinals starting pitching really was not that good for the first month of the season, yet they won 105 games. So if you're able to, talk us off the ledge in regards to the starting pitching. Oh, yeah, because if you look around baseball, everybody's going through it right now. I mean, you you can name the guys on one hand who have pitched beyond six innings so far. And it's just a, a growth factor that everybody deals with uh, because now you're facing teams that are a little bit better prepared. You're game planning. Everybody goes through it. I'm not really even worried. And, and Kerry, you know, just chill out. Flag days when this thing really starts. But you'll start to see guys stretch out a little bit more, and I think that'll be a good indicator. But I I wouldn't worry about it at this point. I I think what you have to do, and this is where I think it's important, you cannot burn up your bullpen with these guys just going five innings. And and what Packy Naughton has been able to do the last couple of days and Chris Stratton has basically been able to save a bullpen. It's a little shaky because of injury. You know, Giovanni Gallegos has had a little bit of a back to spark him. You know, Ryan Helsley hasn't been as consistent as he needs to be. But at the end of the day, you can't continue to run those middle relief guys out there every day and think that you're going to have anything left when the season really gets on the line later in the season. Clive, do you have any concern about Jordan Hicks? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, because, you know, he struggled a little bit in, in uh, spring training with timing and getting himself aligned. Uh, you know, he's a guy now that's been in the league for a while. All right, so this isn't the thing where we're trying to teach him how to pitch. He should be able to pitch at this point. And I, I think that he's got to just simplify things. He doesn't have to, you know, he doesn't have to overthrow it. I, I think one of the challenges that he deals with when he doesn't get calls, because that's, you know, when you see a 93, 94 mile an hour uh, slider or changeup, rather, uh, you know, some umpires don't pick it up. So he's got to be able to make sure. Because if you look at it, a lot of guys don't really hit him square. You know, they're dinks and dunk hits, and he's got to be a guy that's got to be able to pitch around it. He's, he's seldom in the middle of the plate. I think he has to stay with his stuff and stay low in the zone. That way he won't get hurt. Well, you know you talk about flag day. So with the bullpen, do you see the bullpen looking different by flag day? Any changes that you think will be made? Oh, yeah. I, I think at this point, if you keep using guys the way you're using them now, yeah, you're going to see some changes. But I think that at this time, the way the game is played, you're only as good as guys you can call up because very few guys can survive an entire season. Uh, everybody's going to have a dead arm at some point. You're going to have some guys with some ouchies and some guys that just won't be as effective. Maybe it's velocity. Maybe it's the fact he can't find location. Or maybe there's a pitch that he has been using that has not, is not working as much and he doesn't have plan B. So, yeah, I, I anticipate it. I, I, you know, this roster is going to change a couple of times before we get to September. 
Now looking at some of the younger guys, two guys who have really stood out to me and us really is Nolan Gorman and Brendan Donovan. What have you thought of their performance so far to start the season? That's a great question because I think uh, Nolan Gorman has has been the best player from last spring training to the end of this spring training into the season. As far as improvement is concerned, I think Nolan Gorman has been able to do that. I think obviously he's he's playing with more confidence. I think he changed his swing playing a little bit where he's leveled off a little bit more. He's not chasing the high fastball, and he's putting more balls in play. Now, is he going to strike out? Yes, he will. But I think he won't strike out as much or give away at bats like he did last year. The latter part of the season last year, he gave away a lot of at bats. He had a two-strike count on him. It was a wrap. You know, come on back and sit down next to me. <laughs> uh, the two-strike approach that they have now so far has been effective. Uh, going into the weekend or going into Monday, they had the fewest strikeouts per team of anybody in Major League Baseball. Uh, and I don't know if that's going to change a great deal. You know, they were pretty selective last year, but I think their approach this year is going to be even more effective. Hey, Claves, one of the guys that I'm looking at that I'm I'm really starting to enjoy is Wilson Contreras. And I know one of the, the big questions was how is he going to handle the staff and is he going to be able to control the running uh, game from other teams? And him throwing out Acuna yesterday, I, I love his fire and his energy. What have you seen from him uh, so far this season? Well, you know, that's, you know, I, I agree with you. I, I think that he had to come to an environment where he was around other pros, where the pressure wasn't solely on him. Uh, his defense has been more than adequate right now. As you mentioned, he's throwing out runners uh, with authority, mm-hmm. and I think it's only going to get better. Uh, you know, he's a guy that plays with his motions, and but I, I really feel like with with so many veterans, whether it's Goldschmidt or Arnado. Uh, you look at Wayne Wright, who's not part of the team now. And even guys like Flaherty, we have a lot of young veterans. We have a lot of guys who broke in at a pretty young age that now find themselves at the age of 27 or 28 years old that have some legitimate ring time in the game. And I, I really think that's become a contagious situation for him because he's been accepted by his teammates. You know, some guys, when they move from one team to another, it, it takes a while for you to get used to your teammates and them to get used to you. But I don't think that's the case with Contreras. I think he blended in really well by making the statement that he was going to stay in spring training instead of participating in the WBC so he could get to know the staff, so he could know his teammates a lot better. Hey, Claves, I want to circle back to the starting pitching for just a moment because Matthew Libertor made his first start for Memphis. He went five shutout innings, struck out seven, and walked two. Granted, it's the first start in AAA. But what was your sense of whether or not he had turned the corner down in spring training? Because he, he had a decent spring, not perfect, but it looked like Libertor, to me, had turned the corner towards being a middle-of-the-rotation guy. What was the team's take? Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Uh, I thought Libertor... Uh, was a guy that was on the cusp of making the team. Uh, but, you know, we were a little deep at that point, and I don't think he's a bullpen guy. And that's the only way, you know, he, there would have been a spot for him on this roster. But I thought he made some significant improvements. Now, how that spells out when he gets back to the big leagues, that'll be a good challenge for him. But I saw enough of an improvement to keep a closer eye on him. Now, is he going to end up being Steve Carlton? I don't think so. Uh, but can he be a very serviceable pitcher in the major leagues? Probably so. Uh, he's got some tools. There's no question about that. I just think that the growth process physically and mentally from being a thrower to a pitcher is something he had to go through. And, you know, he got it handed to him a couple of times, and I think he grew from it. So I, I thought he and Woodford, from for young pitchers, probably 
showed me more. And they, we had a guy named Andrew Suarez who I thought was pretty good coming out of the bullpen. But uh, Libertor, I, we'll see him. I don't think there's any doubt we'll see him. Claves, the uh, NBA fi- uh, play regular season is wrapping up. My uh, Golden State Warriors are getting Andrew Wiggins back in the fold. I got them in the finals versus probably the Milwaukee Bucks. Who are you picking for the finals? Who? <laughs> you know, I- I'll tell you something. You know, I like Golden State. The problem is Golden State has got to figure out how to win on the road, and Wiggins coming back. Now, my concern is what kind of shape is yeah. he in physically and mentally. Yep. But Wiggins was an X factor that nobody had an answer for last year. Yeah, I mean the guy's got a lot of talent, man. Uh, but and here's the thing: he's kind of like the black hole. You give it to him, the next time you see it, it'll be on the inbound play. So he's not going <laughs> to give it back to you. But I like what he means to that team. If they can play better defense on the road, uh, because they're going to end up playing virtually every series where they won't have a home court advantage, so they're going to have to figure out a way to go in and beat somebody. You know. I, I kind of like Philadelphia, man. I mean, because nobody has an answer for MB. Uh, they're, they're a little thin on the bench, and that might be a concern. Milwaukee, when they're healthy, again, when they're healthy, might be as good as anybody. Uh, but, you know, here's another one. You know, Boston hasn't done anything wrong. You know, they feel like they have something to prove. Uh, and they're going to go as long as their bench can take them. You know, if they get Williams back in the middle, they're going to be pretty good. But there's about five teams that actually, in my opinion, have a chance to win the NBA championship. The rest of them are just going to make it interesting. Hey, Claves, before we let you go, what's the latest on ClavesOnline.com? Well, you know, the commission dropped another article yesterday. You can read that. We'll do a podcast on Thursday. Uh, the two-man game with Rammer and Rocchio will now expand to uh, – to uh, the NBA because now the college season is over with. And we'll just be going baseball, baseball, baseball. We have the daily cards with Rammer and uh, Joe Roderick. Every day they talk about the Cardinal lineup and what to expect. So we've got enough things that will cover us for a while, and then we'll get into some other things. Probably jump into some Stanley Cup playoff action, even though the Blues aren't there. You know, this is a funny town about hockey. You know, we said, oh, it's a great hockey town. Blues out of the playoffs, you can find eight people that can tell you who's going to be in it. I mean, they don't care. They move on to something else. <laughs> so we'll have, we'll have that going. We'll, we'll, we'll talk hockey to people who want to talk hockey. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Michael, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. We'll see you down at the ball yard, and uh, we'll get you here in the studio soon. I will see you next Tuesday. All right, Promise. Perfect. Thanks, Mike. All right, you guys have a great week. You Take too. Care. That's our buddy Mike Claiborne on 101 ESPN.